people love you one day and they're, they can't stand you the next day. And it's very up and down. And I think that for me, it's a challenge not to put like any of my value into that or be too focused on what people have to say. But at the end of the day, the reality is I do care. Like I care. I care so much that people are going to love this brand. Like it is a high priority to me in my life. I'm on the journey of like not being defined by that or being defined what people have to say. And I know that I'm not. It's just that it's hard when you feel like people really don't like you and they don't know you. And I wish that I could be liked by every single human being on this planet. It's just not the reality. Hi, Kirby. Hi, Sarah. Welcome, Welcome to, to Los Angeles. Welcome, Glamgelinos. We hope you stay a while. <laughs> cute. That's cute. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Happy Haley Bieber. <laughs> happy Haley Bieber. Happy Haley Bieber Road. <laughs> Bye, Haley Bieber. Day to all those who celebrate. Kirby and I are celebrating. Baby Bieber. Baby Bieber. She is. Like, we could, I mean, we couldn't be her mother because we'd be 10, but we could be her big sister for sure. Listen, you know me. I always say that Justin is like my child, my son. He's definitely way too old to be my son. Um, but like, yeah. little bro, he is. I just want to like cuddle both of them little at bro. the same time. I want like my right arm around Haley. My left arm around Justin, and I want to just pet their little heads and say, everything's going to be okay. I love you both. Dearly. I know. I know. They're both so cute and so excited to have her on the freaking pod. And this was our first in-person interview since before, before COVID times. times. The last in-person interview we had was Jonathan Menness, February of 2020, and then the world shut down. So this was very exciting for many, many reasons. So let's tell the story because obviously today's the day the, the brand is launching. They've been building up to this moment. There hasn't been like a bunch of teasers of like what the products are, what they even look like. It's just like June 15th, road is coming, get ready. And Sarah and I are lucky enough that we got the product, what, March? Yeah. So we've been testing this for a solid eight weeks We got the samples. We got the samps. We got the cute little, it wasn't in its final packaging. I mean, the the one product was, well, the two products were. Okay. Two products were in their final, I think. Right. They were still figuring out like names. Yes. Finalizing all that. Yes. Packaging wise, that's, you know, that was finalized. Um, And so maybe we should run through the products. Well, okay. I guess, Sarah, if you were going to describe this brand to someone, what would you describe it as? So I would describe it as it's very much like the Hailey Bieber aesthetic. It's the essentials, all you need to create like the perfect skincare wardrobe. And you'll hear in our interview, much like Hailey's, you know, uh, fashion aesthetic, it's all about the classics. You need one good moisturizer, one good serum, one good lip product, 
Um, and that's what it is. I think that this is such a beautiful, uh, beautiful skincare collection because it's made for literally anyone. Like I know yes. obviously the youths are going to be going bananas over all of the products, but like Kirby and I are, as we mentioned, 35 year old, 35 and I'm, I, my skin has been loving it. We're 10 years older than Haley. We're literally 10 years older. She was born in 1996. Kill me now. Okay. <laughs> Just kill me. Um, yeah. But I, I can say this. So y'all know that I was testing skin. I, fi I finally finished testing skin. Prior to testing skin for 28 days, like this was really all I was using for like uh, maybe 10 weeks. Yeah. Like at least eight. I love it. It was a product and guys, it wasn't even in like really the final packaging. I would yeah. reach for it and use it because I think that this is a brand that's really fail proof. Mm -hmm. There's not like, it's not like claiming to like brighten the skin or reduce acne or right. anything like that. It's really like uh, barrier restoring is a part of it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and one thing that she says in the interview that I was like, yes, this is like literally it. It's like sporty chic. Yep. This is this brand. It's easy. It's, it's non-fussy. It's on the go. Like yep. Kirby said, like I ha was traveling a bunch and I had it in uh, my makeup bag with me. I kept reaching for the, um, what is, sorry, the face. Peptide fa glazing fluid. Peptide glazing fluid. That is a mouthful. It's so good. The cream is really beautiful and lightweight. And then the lip, the lip product, I just, chef's kiss. It's so good. So why don't we walk through each individual product? I have um, the PR kit right here. I'm I'm like yes, I'm like holding walk, on to Vanna it. Vanna White, it girlfriend. Yes. Okay. So it so what's really cool about the the PR kit is that it comes like the package is actually a tray that you can use cute. for your skincare edit, quote unquote, which I thought was really cute. So the whole thing is dewy, delicious skin, and. The first product is the Peptide Glazing Fluid, as Sarah mentioned. It's $29. Everything is under $30, by the way. Everything is $30 and under. We love to see it. Yes. So they say this is their signature dewy glow in a bottle. It's lightweight, quick absorbing. It's a hybrid serum gel, which I think is why Sarah, when she talks about this product, feels like the consistency is so different from like other serums that you're probably used to using. I would agree. It does absorbs so nicely it plumps and hydrates the skin and it includes ingredients like niacinamide peptides ha and then marula oil she said she used this product uh to prep her skin for the met gala yes the packaging of this product is so cute so Rhodes' like signature packaging thing is there's a slice taken out of it so when you see this type of packaging, you're probably going to think, okay, this is like a road thing. I, I, I didn't even know. What was I calling it? Like a thumbprint? Yeah. Like if you like yeah. made an indentation, yeah. like cookie dough or something. Yeah. It's called the slice. And it's like very, you know, it fits in the palm of your hand. Very, very easy. Very non-fussy. Just good on the go. Okay. So let's, is that your favorite product, would you say? I, it's between that and the lip. I mean, I love it, but I love the cream too. So this is, the cream is my favorite. Okay. The theme is, is definitely my favorite. It's called the BRC effect. Well, okay, it's not called that. It says the BRC effect, the barrier restore cream effect. 
So it's a rich cream moisturizer to comfort, soothe, and restore the skin. It's our concentrated antioxidant and peptide powerhouse. Say no more. I'm all in. Um, But unlike other barrier restoring creams that are very, very emollient, like this of thick. Yeah, like this is really like you can wear it during the day and I wear this during the day. Yeah. You know how most of the time like those creams you leave for evening? Yep. This is just so nice and light. So I use this during the day. It pairs wonderfully underneath sunscreen and underneath makeup, no pilling. And then I also use it at night. Um, I actually, when I'm using Tretinoin, mm. I gravitate towards this particular product. Okay. Uh, because I don't want something super heavy on top of my Tretinoin. I want something that's like going to hydrate, but also like not like trap anything in. So this is my go-to for that. This ingredient, it says that it hugs your skin when it's feeling dry, angry, unhappy, broken out, dull. So really like the whole ethos of Road, I think, is like, if your skin is freaking out, you can bet that these products aren't going to exacerbate that and in fact help kind of heal it and soothe it back to the way it needs to be. Totally. Um, this product includes shea butter, squalane, peptides, acai, and niacinamide. And I think this goes back to what we say all the freaking time. Formulations matter. I didn't even realize squalane was in this product. Squalane and niacinamide. Yeah, truly. You'd be like, and oh. So, yeah. yeah. And I was looking at the uh, the full ingredient list for the Barrier Restore Cream, and I found this kind of interesting. It also includes, um, you know, citric acid, lactic acid. Or it says a lactic acid glycolic acid polymer, although it's like farther down the line on the ingredient list. So it's not like the hero ingredient of this by any means. But I think that's like a really interesting call out to have. You know what I mean? Like to kind of bring it all together like it's kind of like gently exfoliating mm-hmm. the skin but this is definitely I wouldn't say this is a an exfoliating product no by any regard no okay so that's my favorite the barrier restore cream is my favorite and then so this is a very curated edit at least for launch it's three products mm-hmm. the serum the cream and then this lip treatment it's called the peptide lip treatment it's $16 and it includes Shea butter peptides, an ingredient that I wish I could pronounce, but definitely can't. And then babasu. And it comes in three delicious flavors. One's unscented, one is salted caramel, and one is called watermelon slice. The slice is in there. And um, I was actually talking to the the CMO because we were working with her team, obviously, on like getting her on the pod. And I was like, we originally just got the unscented. And I was like, why does it... like it's like sweet smelling kind of and she was like well there's xylitol in it to like give it a little bit of sweetness to the taste mm-hmm. it's not like um a, like a flavored or a scented product so do you have a favorite scent i really like the watermelon same but Haley will share her favorite when you listen to the episode and how she wears it um which i have been following suit and it is my new go-to for like and everyday easygoing lip. My only note on the peptide lip treatment is I feel like they oh, could have included. <laughs> I feel like they could have included more product mm, in this. Okay. Because when you squeeze it, it's sometimes it takes a minute for it to like fully mm. come out. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like they need a little bit more. I understand why they didn't like jam pack it because you don't want it. You don't want to open it and have the stuff Oozing. just like fly yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like they need either to change, like the... The applicator or something? 
either the applicator or like um, the texture of the product, like, yeah. they, or they need more of it. Because I'm constantly yeah. kind of like, you know, mm. using my thumb and my my totally. index finger to kind of like get it to the, where it needs to be. Yeah, maybe it could be like a cushion tip. I love a cushion tip. Ooh, a cushion tip. Anyways, um, <laughs> we're big fans. Like we've been, y'all know we've had celebrity, uh, you know, founders on the podcast before. There are a few that we like continue to talk to about to this day. For instance, Rare Beauty. Mm-hmm. The, I, like this is one of my favorite brands i think that this they have done this so so right same and i'm really excited to see like what else they end up coming out with like like i know that they have to have a sunscreen in the works oh i'm sure and they're working really hard but y'all are gonna fall in love with Haley if 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 whatever idea already yeah if you're not obsessed with her (laughs) if you're not already like if you've been listening to us for a while you're gonna hear the difference in this interview versus other interviews it feels like we're just hanging with a girlfriend. It feels like Ali Maki. She like really just like let her, I mean, not that she even had a guard up. She had no guard up. She was like, let's talk about road, but let's talk about everything that's happening in my life because all of that obviously impacts why she is yep. making this brand. And I just loved that she was so honest. Um, just the way that she is, like on her socials and in any other interview that we've been able to do with her, you know, her past partnerships, she's always been so, so lovely. So this was just so much fun getting to, yeah, chat with her for like an hour yep. in her office. Um, but Kirby, last question. Like, who do you think, who do you think is the demo for this? Like, who should be buying Road? It's hard because I know that she has such a young fan base and I feel like this is like these are good products for like a young fan base, right? That like that I think so. I think it's like a very good introduction into skincare if this is like your first foray into it. If you're like 15, yep, 16, 17 years old. I also think though that there is a demo of men and women who have just gone fucking off the rails with their skincare routine doing any and everything to it and their skin is like crying and needs help and i think that if you're kind of like lost and not sure what you should be doing with your skin i'm sure they're gonna have packages where you can like buy the whole edit and you know try it just it's really like this is like one of those um brands that i would say like if you get like a treatment of some sort yeah good to use after yeah yeah uh-huh. for me like i definitely think i will be like i will travel with road a lot because even if my skin is freaking out on the plane or you know your skin changes whichever climate you're in like i just know that using these products will help soothe and it won't like irritate even more you know it's just totally reliable Easy, easy you can to use. Easily travel with these, but I really want them to make a baby size. Like, how cute would that be? I know. Be? Super, that so would be little. super cute. Anyways, y'all, uh, we we stand. We stand. We stand. She knows what she's talking about. She's freaking hot as hell. Oh my gosh! And, and also, just like very lovely and genuine. Like, she, I, and so many good stories. So yeah, she talks about being high, y'all. Like, I, I mean, she didn't just, expect it. So glad she mentioned it. highlight but enjoy (laughs) our episode with miss Haley bieber bieber
Sarah. Yes, Kirby. I am like, I can't even believe we're here right now. Let me pinch you just to make sure it's real. I'm so excited. So one, Haley Bieber is here. Hello. (laughs) Haley, we were actually talking about this recently when we were talking about, you know, kind of like the news coming out with Road, how we were forgetting what your maiden name was. We're like, oh my God, it's Haley Baldwin, duh. Yeah, Baldwin is my maiden name. <laughs> I come from the Baldwin family. <laughs> Wait, no, I, I, I know this, but literally I feel like Haley Bieber, it's just, it feels like it's been forever. Well, it's actually almost been four years now. So I feel like that's, that's isn't that crazy? Time. In September, it's four years oh, we've been married. It's yeah. amazing. Congratulations. Four years of a new name. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm obviously used to it. But I was like, wait, because we were talking like formally Haley. Yeah. And then I just, I'm like, wow, did I black out? Like, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> it's funny because on my like, well, my license is still Baldwin. I never changed my license, but that's just because I'm lazy and like, I don't want to go to the DMV in California. I just am like scared. I would be too. No, I have been married for six years and I have not changed my last name. So don't worry about it. Yeah. But also my driver's license is New York and I got pulled over like recently-ish and they were like, the the cop was telling me that I can't drive in the state of California with an out-of-state license, which I don't think is true. No. I had a Texas license for a very long time. I think he was just getting on my case. Yeah. Giving you a hard time. I do need to change it eventually. But my my passport is Haley Road Baldwin Bieber. So everything is hyphenated. Is Road, so it's your middle name, but is that like a family name? Um, It's my middle name. It's my mom's middle name. And I believe it's her grandmother's middle name. So it is a name passed down. Do you know what it's originated from? I actually, I'm not sure like where... I know that the word road is connected to the word roads. Yeah. Coming from like, like the Greek goddess and roads, that whole thing. Like, I know that the history of the word comes from that, like the the place of roads in Greece. Yeah. I, I've asked my mom this before and I don't even think she knows, yeah. to be honest. It's I'm like, where does this come from? And she's like, I just back. know that it came from like my mom's mom's side of the family and it just continued to pass down. I love it. I'm also very adamant on the podcast that I like it when celebrities don't name their brand. Like if it was like Haley Bieber Beauty, I'd be like, oh, you know, when I was figuring out the name, I trademarked a lot of different stuff. Like I went through the process of trying to figure out HR Beauty, like because it was like HRB Beauty. Cute. HB Beauty. Like I thought of a lot of different things. And the thing was the word road. I always knew that I wanted to have a brand that was named road. Mm-hmm. And I thought at first it was always going to be something to do with clothing and fashion. That that was more so the first thought that came to me. And then obviously because beauty and skincare is something so different, I thought maybe it needed more of a beauty name. And then I just felt like Road was just cool and strong and looks cool. It, you know, I think it kind of also makes you like wonder about it. You know, whose brand is it? What does it mean? And really I went with it because... Also, I just like the family lineage of being passed down. I'm passing it on to my brand now. And I've always loved my middle name. I feel like a lot of the time people don't like their middle name at all. Like, I think I, I feel like I hear all the time. I was like, I hate my middle name. And I'm like, I love my I'm middle part name. Of that. I'm part of that. Family. I don't I hate my middle name. Well, Jessica, it's just so basic. No, but you were named after I know. Sarah I was, Jessica. I was Parker. named after Sarah Jessica Parker. Fully? Fully. So your name is Sarah Jessica. Sarah Jessica Tan. <laughs> yep. That's me. That's amazing. But I love Road because, like you said, it's so unique. It makes people ask questions. It stands on its own. So like you said in that Allure interview where you're like, you don't even care if people know that this is your brand. 
I would actually be happy if people didn't even draw any association to me and they just liked the brand for the products. That's actually like my main goal with the brand. Obviously, I know people are going to know what it is because it's my brand. And, you know, a lot of people do know that my middle name is Road, but a lot of people don't at the same time. So. And it's not like you slapped your face on the box or anything, you know, it's still very you and that it's like very chic. But also, like you said, like people could walk in, like our moms could walk in and be like, that's a really beautiful packaging. I'm excited to try that product. Yeah, I was intentional about every little detail of that. You know, my biggest thing is the aesthetic. You know, I'm so picky when it comes to the the colors and the the formulas and the aesthetic were the two things that I was like, I am going to be psycho about this. So buckle up. Like <laughs> I, that's what I had to say to the team. And I feel like we really are doing that. And we did that. We we were really just intentional about every little piece of it. So I wanted to comment on your hair color because I was a devout blonde and I feel like you were too for an extended period of time. I don't even know why. Yeah, Isn't that so interesting? Like, I don't know why I was such a devout. Honestly, like, I think, you know, I was blonde as a kid, but like dirty blonde, like not super, super duper blonde. I mean, I guess as a baby, I think my mom liked me more blonde than anything because I remember being like maybe like 14 or 15 and she like wanted me to put highlights and stuff in my hair. And like, I was just like, okay, because my hair gets so light in the sun. Like if I have highlights, my hair gets super light in the sun. Totally. Even with the brown hair, it gets light in the sun. So I don't know. I just feel like I started dying it when I was so young because like my mom was like oh you look so beautiful as a blonde like you should keep highlights in your hair so I was like okay whatever and then I just kept doing it like my whole teenage years and I think you just you just get so committed to like a hair color and then I did like pink and like all these fun things that you can do when you have bleach in your hair and then the pandemic happened and I was like I don't even know what my original hair color is at this point so I started to just let it grow out and I had like months where it was like a block of like dark hair and like like weird (laughs) like highlights at the bottom until it got long enough where it started to actually like look kind of pretty and cool and then all I kept doing was just like toning out the ends of the blonde and now it's gorgeous she's original this is not all of my hair but this is all my hair color like I have extensions in my hair right now this is making me so happy I'm like wow (laughs) we've had this hair journey together I have thin hair so I add extensions just for like thickness sometimes just working and stuff all the time I feel like it's just easier because I'd rather have my own extensions and the people like adding and taking stuff out all the time. But there was like an era of blondness. Like that's why everyone was blonde. Yeah. I mean, I was obsessed with Britney Spears growing right. up. And there was like a whole thing too. We've we've like gone into like dissertations about this, how like blonde was like pure and angelic and like brunette was like so naughty bad. and sultry. <laughs> and like, you you know, coming yeah. from like a like virginal girl in Texas, you're like, you yeah. know, I love your hair journey. I love that we're here with you. I'm all about like just healthy everything, healthy hair, healthy skin, healthy nails. Like when the pandemic started was when I really dove into the whole deep, deep skincare journey. So it was the hair, it was skincare, it was nails. It was just like taking care of everything that I felt like I didn't have time or the energy before to like 
keep my nails growing or, you know, it took me two years to grow my nails this long. It took me two and a half years to grow my hair out to. Are those your real nails? Yeah. Your nails oh are my bomb. God. They're so good. That's incredible. But I have maintained keeping them long because I just put gel on them and like yeah. let them live. Like the hard builder gel like that they kind of paint on. Yeah, that's the yeah. stuff that like is the only reason why my nails are grown yeah, out this long. Exactly. We've like interviewed you before when you're partnered with other brands and you've always talked about like how natural beauty like is so important to you and like embracing yourself. So I feel like this like feels right, like this whole journey for you. Yeah, I feel like for me, I've always loved skincare, like even as a teenager, as a younger person. It was always my main focus, more than makeup, more than anything else. Because to me, I just feel like best canvas for great makeup is great skin and hydrated, dewy, glowy. I mean, who doesn't? I, I don't know anybody who doesn't want to have that. And totally. that's always been my like goal with my skin is just for it to be super healthy. And that's that's a big reason why I started this brand was just because I learned what my beauty philosophy was now being 25. I developed my own beauty philosophy from the time of, you know, 16 to now, basically. And I feel like working in the industry that I work in for as long as I have now, it's been almost like eight years, just absorbing so much information, getting to work with different makeup artists, different estheticians, different facialists, dermatologists, having all these different conversations. And I'm such a questions person. Like I love to ask people questions and know what their beauty philosophies are and their recommendations. I'm always asking like, what's your recommendation for this? What's your favorite moisturizer? What's your favorite this? So I feel like over the last eight years of just absorbing all this different information, um, it's helped me solidify my my beauty philosophy, which is just healthy skin and less is more. And the best base for great makeup is great skin. And yeah, just healthy skin. Yeah. At the end of the day. Okay. So we have to talk about your face, which it's like not real. Talk honestly. about my face. <laughs> <laughs> like you guys, I wish you were here with us. We'll like, you know, post a picture. But what you see on like social and stuff is like what you see in real life. Your skin is absolutely It's like face flawless. tuned in real life. Okay. You guys are going to make me like blush and <laughs> make my head big. Honestly, like I, the reason I like work to take care of my skin and I'm so regimented is because I don't want to have to try to hide anything. Hmm. If you're walking by like a, an ad in a store, obviously it's different. I have makeup on, but I want it to be that when you see me in person and the stuff that I choose to share is very like authentic, like this is what my skin looks like it's not like you saw a picture of me and then I came to see you in person you were kind of like ooh, yeah it's just not the same thing like a facade. I, I'm also I'm making products and I'm selling products I don't want it to be inauthentic totally. I want I want people to know this is what I use this is how I keep my skin healthy and and try to give that to other people too yeah Okay, so tell us like what exactly is on your face right now. Okay, so I realized this morning that I left my whole makeup bag in Canada. I was in Canada at our house there and I was getting ready this morning and I was like, I have this like crazy big like makeup like carrier bag thing because I literally use probably the same 10 products every day, but I can't travel without the big hefty thing yeah, totally. for some reason. I'm a pack rat. I have been since I was like a little kid. So today... I had to just like find what was in my house and in my bathroom that I had laying around. So I actually have a little bit of Bare Minerals concealer on, which I love. I can find it after for you and tell you which one it is. I'm breaking out a teeny bit on my forehead. So I just have a little bit there. And I have road on, obviously. I did our peptide glazing fluid, some SPF. 
And then I think on my cheeks, Ilya just sent me one of their cheek sticks. Um, so I have that. And then I have a little lip liner and road lip treatment. Are you a pillow talk girl for lip liner? Yeah, I like the Charlotte Tilbury lip cheats. I really, really love and I use this one a lot when I like do my little funny TikTok things. Um, the Makeup Forever Yes. Lip liner. But why I like that one, too, is because you know that it's like multi-purpose. You yeah. can do a lip liner or like on your eyes. For some reason, you'll get me with a multi-purpose tool. Like, yeah, if I can use it anywhere, I'm just so happy with that. I love this brand Melt. I love their lip liners. Victoria Beckham has really nice ones as well. Anything that's like a really good solid nude. I definitely always go back to and reach for that Charlotte Tilbury lip cheat. Yeah. Like forever. It's a go-to. Okay. So you spoke with a friend of the pod, Charlotte Palermino. We read this in Allure that like you kind of spoke with her before you launched the brand. I'm curious, like how did you guys get connected and like maybe what drew you to Charlotte? I found Charlotte on TikTok. And this is what's so funny about this. And like, I think an interesting part of it is that when I was in the very first early beginning stages of this brand two and a half years ago, it was like research first and then make the decision of how to approach it after. So the research to me in a big way was listening to what consumers are looking for in what they like, what they don't like. So I spoke to a few different people, obviously Charlotte being one of them. And I think what stuck out to me about her is she's just so smart. And I felt like I was learning a lot from everything that she was kind of saying and all the ingredients she was highlighting. And so I really wanted to connect with her because I had so many questions and I felt like she had the experience and the knowledge. And at that time, she was developing her brand as well. So she was in the thick of it way before I was. And it was just good conversations. I feel like I learned a lot from her. She is still like an amazing resource for me to this day. I love her brand as well. I think that their formulas are superior and amazing. And yeah, she's just honestly like been super nice like here for you whatever you need type of a thing and same goes goes to her with her brand and I think it's just like cool to be able to be two women in a similar space you know she's obviously very ingrained in beauty and 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 skincare and I'm trying to baby step into it now but I just think like that support is important to me as being two founders um that can just instead of feeling like we in any way are competing with each other we just support each other that's something that's just important to me totally it's like a nice community to have yeah for sure okay let's talk about social media you're so good at it you're creating Thanks. incredible TikToks <laughs> and I don't feel that you know way. you are like one of the most famous people on Instagram and TikTok but <laughs> Do you ever get scared of like just the followers, the commenters or just scared of social media in general? Like what is your outlook? I have like a weird love hate relationship with social media because I feel like it changes so much and people love you one day and they're, they can't stand you the next day. And it's very up and down. And I think that for me, it's a challenge not to put like any of my value into that or be too focused on what people have to say. But at the end of the day, the reality is I do care. Like I care. I care so much that people are going to love this brand. Like it is a high priority to me in my life. I'm on the journey of like not being defined by that or being defined what people have to say. And I know that I'm not. It's just that it's hard when you feel like people really don't like you and they don't know you. And I wish that I could 
be liked by every single human being on this planet is just not the reality. That's just not how life goes. And I think I'm just on the process of like accepting that and knowing that social media is also not real life and your real life behind closed doors with the people that you love and the conversations that you have are what really matters. So that's really like what I try to stick to. But I do think social media is a really amazing tool. I didn't understand TikTok for the first like year of being on it. Like I still am really bad at like editing my stuff. Like and when I do those little tutorials and I'm like, I'm running out of time and everyone's like, you can do 10 minute videos. I'm like, how? I genuinely don't know. Kirby can I don't have the option. No, the 10 minute thing is really confusing because it like will alert you like after three minutes that you're like running out of time. But then if you upload directly from your phone, you can do 10 minute like string outs of oh, different. That's the okay. only. Because I, I record everything in the app. So I'm yes. like, it only lets me do three minutes at a time. And then I feel dumb because I'm like, I everybody's telling me, hey, do 10 minute videos. And I'm like, I would if I knew how. But I just, your videos are like ASMR, though, because like she's not talking the entire time. Like you're not talking like you're just like. And I like to do a little pat and like a little thing. And I'm like, this is so relaxing. Like, I feel like I'm getting a massage or something. Like, <laughs> You're also like starting trends like pizza toast. Like, did you yeah. think that that was going to take off the way that it did? I just wanted to share the recipe because it's so good. And the thing that's really funny is I didn't invent the idea of putting tomato sauce and burrata on toast like I'm not saying I invented that I wanted to just share the way that I did it and that was just my recipe and it was a recipe I came up with one day when I was so high and so hungry <laughs> we were both high and I was like I need to make a snack and that was what I came up with I remember eating that it is and an it was ideal so munchie. good that I was like I have to like make this all the time so that is how I came up with my version of pizza okay toast. I'm obsessed with you and I was trying to like gauge like what's the audience for me on TikTok? Is it food? Because like my algorithm is like food and beauty and and food and beauty. It's like <laughs> it's like makeup and food. Like yeah. that's literally like my whole timeline. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna share this recipe and then I'm gonna do like a little skincare video or a beauty video. And I felt really scared in the beginning to like share my self on TikTok because I felt like the audience, it could be very harsh. And I felt like in the beginning it, and sometimes it still is, but more so like when I first started posting and first started getting like more into it, I felt like the comments were really mean. And I just felt like it just wasn't worth it for me. I'm like, why is it worth it for me to share something and then like be attacked in the comments? Or I just don't need that. Like, I don't need that in my life. I can't, I don't want to deal with that. And it hurts my feelings. But I felt like the more I just decided to be like, you know what, I'm going to still just keep sharing who I am, whether people like it or not, and not have it be dictated by what people think and have to say, it's actually become super enjoyable for me. You know, I had a friend text me yesterday. I watched your whole TikTok and like, can you send me what the liner was? Can you send me this? And then it's like, it's enjoyable because it opens up conversations and I see people gravitating towards, you know, that kind of content and, and enjoying it and like being like, can you make more of these videos? We really like watching them. So, you know, as long as it's enjoyable for me and I'm not feeling like, pressured to do it any other reason other than I just like to do it because I enjoy sharing things in the beauty space, then then I'll keep doing it. I think people can tell that you like are having a lot of fun with it. I definitely am. I definitely am. And also I don't ever want something to feel like a chore. So it's like I post when I'm in the mood to or when I have time or when I have time to edit them and like 
try. It's actually hard to edit in the it's app really because hard. if you're like trying to like make it smaller or longer. I'm like all these like dope transitions that people are doing. Yeah. I'm like, I am not at that level They're yet. They're not doing that in the app. I'm though. on They're... like level one <laughs> of TikTok. I'm trying. I was going to ask you, like, what are your favorite accounts to follow on TikTok? Like, do you have people that you just gravitate towards? It really depends. Like, I might come across something that are like someone or someone's page that they are just like really funny and post funny things. Or I follow, you know, like a lot of beauty creators, a lot of makeup artists. And I think I'm just like I follow a lot of random, random people. So Sarah and I, we get pitched you, I think. Every single day, like Haley Bieber's go to flat iron, tanner, self tanner, makeup, like every single, like literally on the way here, it was like, Haley Bieber loves this eyeshadow from Mac. And we're like, yeah, it was on TikTok. Like, like, obviously we all know that (laughs) because we saw it. Yeah. But I'm curious, you're a brand founder now. (laughs) The brand has launched. What other brands inspired you? Like when you were first getting started, like you said, you were doing your research and were you thinking like, I think this brand just executes their message really well. Maybe it's not even something that you align with. I really love everything Kosas is doing. I love them as a brand. I love their products. I love just the way that they're doing it. Someone else I really love too is... I'm blanking because I'm trying to think like in the skincare space as well. I thought Paula's Choice was really inspiring to me because my whole ethos with this brand was really high quality formulas and ingredients at an affordable price. And I felt like Paula's Choice, in my opinion, had paved the way of that in a big way for me. They have products that I am still repurchasing and using. I love their 20% niacinamide serum that did a ton for my skin changed my skin a lot actually and you know people love their bha exfoliant and yeah i just think they're solid i think they're really really solid and they put out really good formulas yeah i feel like with paul's choice they really were one of the first brands to be really transparent and like had the like educational factor where they knew that the consumer like wanted to know like what it is they're using you know like they weren't trying to like market a product just like by calling it something else like they were like this is what you're getting you know and also too like I would say in terms of like aesthetic wise I was inspired by Summer Fridays and I was inspired by their founders I just love everything they do with the brand I love their imagery and it's just cool and it's just chic and I think that that was a big portion of the brand that was important to me it was like formulas and ingredients number one always number one and then like putting my taste and aesthetic into the brand and having it feel like it's cool and sporty and chic and fun and then another one too that inspired me was CeraVe in terms of just being that tried and true like people are always going back to the old faithfuls yes like a CeraVe like a Cetaphil in a way of just like the formula is just good. Like it just, it does exactly what it's supposed to and it does exactly what it needs to do. So just kind of like noticing all these different things, what people are leaning more towards, what people love, what they don't love. I think people give really honest feedback on TikTok, which is where I I saw a lot of that. And, you know, I made this brand for the consumer. I made this brand trying my best to take all of the concerns that I felt people had and what they were looking for and put it into this brand. So of course it has to be something that I love and I do love it, but I also really wanted to take all the feedback that I felt I absorbed from 
different conversations and social media and Instagram and all the different people and, and places I took information from and I put it into the products. What took longer, the formulations or the packaging like design? So or did the they formulas take- probably would have taken less time if I wasn't so psychotic <laughs> and picky, which I'm glad that I am because yeah. I think with skincare formulas, you have to be. We would get sent, let's say, six different samples, different labs, whatever it may be. I'm pretty quick to be able to say like, I already don't like this or I do like this. This texture is really nice. Okay, what's in it? We were specific from pretty much the start of what we wanted to be included in the formulas. So it just came down to the testing, what I felt like had longer lasting effects, the texture, the hydration, all of it. And then I'd be like, okay, but do you think we can add like 2% more glycerin? Or do you think we can add like 2% more niacinamide or take this down or add this? And they'd be like, yeah, but it's going to be like a three-week delay. And I'd be like, okay. <laughs> like I was not trying to cut one corner with this brand. And obviously when you are developing a brand, sometimes there's different options and sometimes you have to choose the more efficient option. And that is a big lesson that I've learned with this brand. But when it came to the formula specifically, I was like, I would rather delay this. This was supposed to have come out already a while ago. Oh, really? Yeah, it was. June was supposed to. It was not supposed to be June. It was supposed (laughs) to be way before this. And because I just really didn't want to, I didn't want to cut corners with the formulas. And when you delay the testing and because because you have to approve a formula it has to go into testing stabilization testing all these different things it takes a long time and you know they would be like well if you approve the formula today you know we'll be on track but if you want to adjust something we're going to be four weeks behind and I'm like I'd rather be four weeks behind and get it right than have it not be as perfect as it can be and I think like too I'm such an OCD perfectionist that like in my head, it's like there can always be, be it can always be quote unquote better, but I have to be happy with we did it exactly as best as we possibly possibly could. Like like the the formula were the formulas were approved, and I was like, don't you think we should have added like ceramides or something? And they're like, Haley, stop! Like they're like next launch. They're Please. like we can do something later with that. Like you already approved it. You love the formula. You've been using it for a year now. Like stop. Yeah, I feel like. That took a long time. And then I had a really hard time approving the bottles. <laughs> I had a really hard time approving the colors. We went through so many different color combinations. And I think, you know, for the initial launch for this set of very hydrating hydration products, My whole thing with like the bottles and the colors and the way that they work together is I wanted to feel sporty, but I wanted to feel chic at the same time. Just very kind of like you could be in your bag, throw it in your bag, take it to the gym and it feels easy to travel with, sporty, cool, fun. Sometimes I feel with skincare and beauty packaging, it feels a little bit gimmicky sometimes. And like I didn't want to do that. I didn't want it to feel like that. I wanted you to feel like if you put... The whole collection, you know, even these three products in your bathroom, it just you're like, wow, that looks chic. 
that looks like really like aesthetically pleasing. That was important to me. So, you know, like from the bottle tops with the slice in it, you know, we wanted that to be very exclusive and specific to to road. We played around with these very like architectural looking shapes and things. And I'm super happy with the way it came out. I couldn't honestly, I couldn't be happier in that. That sliced dome top is going to be something that lives within the brand forever. It's always going to have that. I love the slice. I know. We didn't know what to call it earlier. (laughs) Yeah, it's a slice. It's a little slice. And we're going to continue to use that throughout the whole brand. But like it took me such a long time to be like, yeah, this is it. Because I know when something is it. Like I feel it when I see it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah wow, that's it. Like it hits me differently. It's almost like when you're putting an outfit together and you know when one little piece of it isn't hitting, it's just not working together. I was having that issue today when I was trying to get out of the house. I couldn't, something was just like not working. You come and like help me out because I never know at any given point. Like just tell me what to wear at any any day. But that's how I felt yeah. about my packaging. Like it took me a while, like putting together a great outfit. It took me a while to put together all the pieces of the puzzle working together. Where I was like, yeah, that's hitting and that's it right there so it's like a very like curated edit the whole concept from the beginning was a very intentional curated edit I like this concept and I live by this concept in beauty and in fashion of one of everything really good Mm -hmm. so like making one really good moisturizer one really good lip product one really good pair of jeans one really good leather jacket like that's how I curate my wardrobe and that's how I curate my skincare so when I as I've collected products and gone back and rebought things, it's like, okay, these are my two really great moisturizers that I'll always go back to. This is my one really great brightening vitamin C serum I'll always go back to. And I think that putting out smaller, curated, more intentional drops is just always what we're going to do with this brand. So who helped you test? Did you like kind of have like a close circle of people or did you like give it to your friends? In the very, very beginning, it was honestly just me. And also I was giving samples to Charlotte. I was giving samples to friends. We were developing our formulas in the very beginning as well with um, a dermatologist. And he was he was sampling. He was giving the samples to patients in his office just to try and get their feedback. So that was like the smaller way we were testing in the very beginning and it was actually really really helpful because we were getting like blind feedback and then of course to approve the formulas you have to do bigger more stabilized testing as you know as you have to do with anything but to be honest like any testing we've done anybody we've given it to the feedback has always has been really positive which makes me happy obviously because if there was like something wrong I'd be like take it off the shelf we're not putting it out but yeah it's it's been such a learning process for me that's the biggest thing about all of this that's actually been the most like fulfilling and rewarding thing the biggest thing is seeing people love it knowing that I put everything into this brand and that it's it's like my baby and then also the learning portion of it was like the biggest thing for me I'm like I have learned so much in the last two years than I've learned so far in anything in business or in in any branding so it's been really cool well it is really good we both love it and we've been testing it yeah yeah and i feel like it works on any skin type like if you have really sensitive skin like you could still use these products and it'll probably help i was hoping to do that as much as possible with these first three products especially with the you know even take the lip product out of it for a second just the face products 
I am so aware that people have so many different types of skin, oily, dry, combination, whatever it may be, that these products could be safe for anything. So even if you have acne prone skin, you know, you still have to hydrate. That's a big, really important step. But, you know, I, I noticed that, you know, my husband was on Accutane at one point, like two and a half, three years ago, well, two years ago, it was like during the pandemic. And like it dried, dried, dried his skin. And I noticed that his skin really started to like recover and get healthy when he was really putting hydration into it totally. at the same time as being on the Accutane and, and treating it that way. So that was something that I was like, that's, that's important no matter what your skin type is and no matter what you're, you're going through. I just wanted to make sure that we weren't including ingredients that would maybe exacerbate it. I wanted everything to feel hydrating, but fresh and light. Like this to me, this BRC, this moisturizer is like the everyday. I'm somebody who has really dry skin. So like at night I like to layer, but I'm always layering with the BRC. Like that's my everyday go-to. And that's Barrier Restore Cream, the BRC. The BRC is the Barrier Restore Cream. And it's definitely like a hefty moisturizer, but I think the spreadability and the way that it absorbs into the skin makes it feel light and fresh. And I think when you're looking at least when I'm looking for an everyday AM or PM moisturizer, that's what I'm looking for. Something that doesn't feel like it's leaving a film on my skin. It's not greasy. It's giving me that like bounce back, like hydrated feeling on my skin while still absorbing into my skin. It's a good base for makeup. I actually, my base when I did my makeup at the Met was the peptide glazing fluid and the BRC on top. And that was my base underneath my makeup. I love the peptide glazing fluid. I think it's so unique, like the actual texture. Like it's a mix of like a serum and like a milky toner, Mm -hmm. you know, and I also have really dry skin. So I love using that like during the day. Wait, Haley, how would you describe your skin? Like your skin type? Dry. Dry. I'm more dry and sensitive. Like I could like get red really easily. Like if I like scratch one part of my skin, I get like flushed pretty easily. I struggle a little bit with perioral dermatitis. Okay. I've talked about it a lot openly. And so different things can trigger that for me. Like a couple weeks ago, I got my makeup done and just randomly triggered like a breakout and I get it like around my mouth a little bit and under my eyes really bad. So I always am reaching and leaning more towards the towards things that are soothing and calming and just safe for sensitive skin. Okay, so you've kind of gone through the curated edit. We have the Barrier Restore Cream, the Peptide Glazing Fluid, and then we have the Peptide Lip Treatment, which I was embarrassingly telling Haley that I was like taking pictures with at the Bieber concert a couple weeks ago. Um, (laughs) Which I love. Which I felt like it was, you know, it was like synergy. We had to do it. But (laughs) Everything's under 30 and under. So, you know, as two professionals in the industry who are constantly recommending products, we always kind of gravitate towards those affordable, really good products. It was obviously your decision, right? Like to keep things budget friendly. Why was that important to you? That was important to me because I feel like good skincare should be accessible. Just because something is $200 doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to do something crazy transformative to your skin overnight that something affordable also can't do. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted everyone and anyone to feel like they could get their hands on the brand. And I do realize, or I maybe didn't realize this at first, but now that I've learned about margins and things of this sort, I did the best I could with the amount we're giving people. I think that everything is 
solid. Like I originally, the peptide glazing fluid was supposed to be a little bit smaller or we weren't going to be able to reach the price point. And I was like, no, we need to be able to give. I I don't ever want to be people to feel like they're being like scammed. Like they bought, you know, a $30 small, tiny little bottle that runs out in like a month. Totally. You know, I hope that people will be repurchasing because, you know, when they run out of it, they, they love it so much. They want more. But I just wanted to feel like they had a solid amount to work with and to have. Um, and it was tough. We fought a lot with labs and packaging people. And I mean, we were making these formulas and telling the labs, just so you know, this is how much we're going to sell it for. And they were like, wait, what? This, they're, you know, telling, telling me this is like a a $100 formula. This is at least an $80 formula. And I'm like, no, it's not because how much did it cost you to make it? Mm-hmm. So that was the whole thing I was trying to kind of like work to undo is even telling the labs themselves. I'm like, it cost you X amount of dollars to make this not that expensive. And then you are telling me that I should hike up the price times whatever. It just feels like a scam. Yeah. And I just don't want to do that with this brand. I want people to be getting access to really high quality formulas and high quality ingredients. Can you tell us a little bit about the Road Futures Foundation? So the Road Futures Foundation is investing and supporting 1,000 women and their families by 2023. We're partnering with three organizations which provide women with the resources they need to direct their own futures, which is the Action Opportunity Fund, Black Mamas Matter Alliance, and the Lift Communities Family Goal Fund. I didn't really want to just do one thing. I wanted to spread it out amongst a few different things. And I wanted to target something that had to do with women's health. I wanted to do something that targeted small businesses as well. So startups, being able to help small businesses and startups. And we are giving 1% of our sales and ongoing team volunteer efforts towards supporting our partners who are actively helping women direct their own careers, health, and journey to motherhood. So spreading it out amongst those three. And when we also say women we need we mean all women non-binary uh trans women i want it to feel included of of everyone and anyone however you identify so that is the road futures foundation that's incredible that's really really cool Haley Bieber. I know. She just knows she what's going all. on. She does it all. Okay, before we get into a little game i was going to just say that I was watching the Kardashians this week. Uh-oh. You made your appearance. I did. With Kendall. Um, y- y'all were getting IVs. Uh-huh. Um, well, first and foremost, <laughs> have you talked to Kendall about chopping the cucumber? Oh, God. Yeah. I um, love her to death. Bobby. <laughs> I think, honestly, like, I want to just say she was, like, wasn't really paying attention and, like, was just having she was having a hard time with the cucumber okay i was dying it's funny like it's i watched that and i was just like we need to talk about the cucumber chopping because thank you i i I loved it i I was also dying that chris was like chef chef can you help she's like no i got it they're like there's literally her and i actually like always talk about how we want to do like once a week girls night like drink wine and do like a cooking class i really like to cook um and you can teach her i do cook like Often, yeah, I would say I got an air fryer. It like changed my whole world. Oh my gosh! But I really like enjoy cooking and like was raised by a Brazilian mom who like did a lot of cooking. Like there was always my mom and my nana in the kitchen. So I feel like I learned like just from watching them and like 
have taken recipes from my mom and stuff. But yeah, I think maybe we need to schedule that that girls' night cooking class. <laughs> Haley is going to help Kendall chop a cucumber properly. There's, there's some new TikTok content. Okay, so but on that note, y'all were getting IVs, and so it, yeah. it led me, you know as one does, like journalist in bed, thinking about questions, knowing we're going to interview you soon. I'm like, what treatments do you like to get done? Like, are you a big facial girl? Do you get facials done a lot? Here's the thing. It's so funny because I see people on like the internet and stuff. They're like, she's a great skin because she sees a facialist every day. And, da, da, da. and I'm like, okay, no, you have to be consistent on your own. That's, I think, the number one thing with skincare and taking care of yourself. But I like seeing a facialist like it's a twofold thing. Like if I feel like I've been traveling a lot, getting my makeup done constantly, I like to see a facialist to clean out my skin. Like I like that facial where it's like if I need extractions, then we're doing it gently and like getting all the gunk out. That's something I don't do very often, though. I would say maybe once every couple months or once every other month if I have like the time to even do that. I'm like barely home at this moment in time. So and then the other part of it, too, is to do like just like a really massaging, relaxing, get the blood flow to the face type of a facial. I see Joanna check whenever I can when she's in town or usually it's before a big event. Like I like to do a facial before a big carpet like I did before the Met or I did before the Vanity Fair party. And I love all of it. I love the tools. I love the LED lights. I love the infrared light. I'm into all the things, all the tools, gua sha, rollers, but it's not something I'm like obsessive about where I'm doing it every night. I like to at least take one night every couple of weeks and like do the full, you know, I like the at-home stuff. I give myself little at-home facials where I'll do masks and then under eye masks and then sheet mask and then a roller and then, you know, maybe like a gua sha and... But I'm not like obsessive about it where I'm doing it like every single day. Totally. It's not like the Cassie Euphoria moment where it's like I'm obsessive about it every single day, every single night in the mirror. You're like busy. You don't have time for that. Well, it's not even that. I just think like overdoing anything to yeah. the skin is not healthy. Um, so I, I do it when I just am like trying to treat myself and have like a nice little me. I think that that's like a one of my biggest parts of self-care for me is the ritual and the regimen and the routine of skincare and body care and like taking that time to um, take care of yourself. You should try the droplet device. I have tried it actually. Someone did it on me. What did you think? I think I loved it. Yeah. I just haven't bought one. So they're growing and obviously it's there's so much science behind it the founders are like literal geniuses and it was yeah. derived out of like a medical device mm -hmm. and then they were like oh this might work for skincare and they're launching like so much newness this year so i feel like wait and then like get it because okay. there's just a so lot a makeup artist i think actually used it on me and i remember thinking like wow this is so cool yeah do you have the theraface the TheraFace? It's like a little facial massager, but it also has like microcurrent in it. No. Theragun. So you guys are going to give me a list. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's like the Theragun that they use on your body. They made one for your face with all of these oh. different like devices. You know what reminds me of that is like Shawnee Darden had like the massager yes. that does that. And I love that one. I'll be honest, like the last couple of weeks I've been very um, like I've stayed away from any like microcurrent and stuff because I had a stroke. Yes. Like a mini stroke. And I got really nervous about like the nerves in my face. Yeah. After. Totally. So I just avoided like. Yeah. Any microcurrent, anything like that for a second, just because I didn't want to. I just had like this fear, like. By the way, 
so glad you're healthy. Yeah. Like, Thank so you. glad you're okay. Yeah. Like, we totally should have kicked okay. it off with that. That no. was like big news. Totally normal and fine <laughs> okay, now. Good. Just living with a device in my heart, which is a good thing yes. for me. But everything's healthy. I literally was just at a checkup right before I came. You explained it so well. Like, I was like riveted by what you were saying. I'm like, I there's no way I'd be able to explain what happened to me this well. Do you want to know, like, the best, I guess the quote unquote best part of this happening is that I feel like it's opened up a really cool conversation. It's like brought awareness to this actually very common thing that you can have as a person. I saw an article yesterday that InStyle posted where they spoke to different doctors. And I'm just like happy that it's at least sparking a conversation so that hopefully it can help avoid this happening to anybody else because it was genuinely the scariest thing I've ever been through. I don't say that for people to like feel bad for me. It just I've never had anything medically happen to me like that in my whole life. So it was definitely like a really eye opening experience. And if there's, you know, information to be shared on it, then then I wanted to. My best friend is a doctor and she was like, and is a big fan of yours. And she was like, I'm so impressed by the way that Haley explained. I think in a past life, I maybe like was a doctor. I was always really interested in medicine and medical anything. And I think that's why I kind of geek out about the science behind skincare as well. And the layers of our skin and penetration to the skin. Like I love all that kind of medical side of things. I would have loved to be a doctor. That was like actually like one of my dreams. I just didn't go to school for that. I didn't even finish high school, which is so terrible. And I hate that I didn't finish. Who needs it? I know, I know, I know, I know. But I think it's a bad excuse of like, oh, I'm fine. I have a career and I make money. It's like, it's not a good excuse, but I would have loved to be a doctor. So I'm super nerdy about like all anything medical and you still have time. My doctor who actually did my procedure, he was like, you can come do research with me if you want. I was like, yes. Oh, my God. He told me he was going to give me an honorary MD. Well, <laughs> if Kim can be a lawyer, Haley yes, can be I know. a doctor. Okay? Maybe in my 40s, yes. I will genuinely pull a Kim K and like go finish high school and then go to college and then go to <laughs> medical school. And then by the time I'm 65 years old, I'll be a doctor. Hey, by then they probably will have figured out like length of life situation. Yeah, by that time they're like, we don't need you. <laughs> no. Okay, Haley, we are playing a game that's so corny, but it's called On the Road Again. Yes, okay. On Since the Road you Again. are always on the road. Yeah. No, please make all the road puns. Like, that's what it's here for. <laughs> on the road, down the road. I was like, road, road rules. Trip. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So do you have a favorite luggage brand? I really like Momoa. You know what I really like too? Shea Mitchell's brand, Baze. Oh, Baze is great. Yeah. Love Baze because I'm such a bad packer in the way where I overpack everything. So I could be like leaving for two nights and I need like, if I don't have my vitamins and my skincare and my socks and my this and like, I'm just like psycho about it. Um, And I like the Baze because they have all the little compartments. Totally. Keep everything. I'm also a big fan. Okay. You're going on a road trip. Mm -hmm. You can't bring Justin with you. Where are you going and who's coming with you? That's sad. I know. He's he's going to join. He's your favorite travel buddy. I know you would say Justin. That's why we were like, we have to make her think. If it's not him and it's my two best girls, Justine and Kendall, we would 
have an insane time together if we were going on a road trip. And we've kind of like done it. We've, I guess not like road trip anywhere crazy, but like between here and Palm Springs or like driving to Coachella together. And it's always been so fun. So I would, I would go with my girls and I feel like we would have fun like road tripping to like Montana. Yeah. Oh my God. You should get a road like truck where you're like handing out products. I do want to do that with like an Airstream. Okay, so we know that you love to carry the giant makeup assortment and, and skincare assortment, right? It's terrible. But what is your go-to makeup situation? Like if there's three products you had to pack with you? If there was three products I had to pack, it would be like an eyebrow gel, something to keep them brushed up. And then it would be probably some form of like a cheek, like tint or stain or like a little like like a glowy blush that you could like kind of do cheek and lip together um and lip balm the peptide lip treatment where is your happy place to travel my happy place to travel it really depends like my favorite city i've ever been to is tokyo it's the coolest place i've ever been the food is insane the every just everyone's so I'm, nice i love the just the culture there as well like everyone's so nice the shopping is amazing. The city itself is just so beautiful and so cool. I also love being anywhere that it's like the I love being on the beach. I feel like I thrive when I'm just like in the sun with sun protection, <laughs> swimming in the ocean. Like the earth is so healing. I just feel that way whenever I'm near the ocean. OK, this is actually the last question, which is actually a personal question for me to ask you. What is your favorite Justin Bieber song? <gasps> Oh, my God. Way to put her on the spot. I feel like I have different ones from different times, like different albums. I think from the most recent album, I would have to say, oh, my God, that's like a mean question because <laughs> I can't pick one. I really I really loved the song Off My Face from the newest album. Very sweet love song. Very sweet. I remember when he first played it and I was like sobbing, <laughs> cried so much because it was just really beautiful and, and such a sweet song. But it's like you said before we started recording, there's so many to love and so many to yeah. choose from. I'm a believer over here. We love that over here. <laughs> that was my first job out of college. I worked at Tiger Beat and I was on the Justin Bieber beat and we did oh my God. all of his photo shoots. That's so funny. And I had to follow him around. When he had his little swoopy hair. Mm -hmm. And I had to ask him all the questions about how he gets There's his like hair some done. photo of me somewhere where I think I'm like holding up a Tiger Beat and he's like on the cover and I'm smiling. Stop. That is adorable. I probably wrote that story. That reminds me of when <laughs> full circle moment. Kelly Preston, may she rest in peace. She had a picture of John Travolta up on her wall when she was younger Aww. and then they got married that's so sweet i think i was at like a movie premiere some, something with like my dad and my sister and they were like can you take a picture with the magazine cover and i was like i'm like 13 like sure it came back to bite me in the ass though <laughs> don't love that for me it's fine you've handled it just fine all right, that's it. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will be back on Tuesday with the week's most buzzy beauty news. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify so you don't miss any breaking beauty news or product reviews. And if you want to support us, be sure to follow us at Gloss Angeles Pod on all platforms and join our Facebook group. 
Plus, find every product we recommend on our website, glossangelespod.com, as well as links to the stories and news we report each week. You can follow us, your hosts. I'm Sarah Tan, that's S-A-R-A-T-A-N, on all social platforms. And I'm Kirby Johnson, K-I-R-B-I-E, on all social platforms. Los Angeles was created by us, Kirby Johnson and Sarah Tan. It's part of the ACAST network and licensed by Vice Media Group. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.